Hey everybody, welcome back uh, to our podcast. It's been a little while, but we're we're back now. Hi everyone. So uh, in Galatians, in this uh, in chapter four, there's this idea of being enslaved to the elementary principles of the world in verse three, and I was thinking about how it relates to the whole idea of being a slave versus sonship, and um, I was thinking about what that means to be enslaved to the elementary principles of the world. And Apostle Paul kind of talks about how that's related to uh, being seeing yourself as under the law versus under the new covenant of the promise. And um, anyway, I was thinking about how that plays out in our lives. And um, one way I was thinking about that was that there's such a deep temptation to want to follow rules. Um, and because it's clean you know, you know what you need to do. Um, it's much easier than trying to figure out how to relate to someone. And also there's that feeling of um, feeling good about yourself when you're actually able to follow some rules and you can check it off your list. And um, and also kind of gives you access to an exclusive club of people that are able to meet those rules. And um, you can distinguish yourself from others who don't. So um, it kind of appeals to your pride and um, your sense of like being able to get something done. And um, I was thinking about how it's really, um, you know, when we have that desire to feel good about ourselves, um, it that idea of being adopted as sons or that sounds really good, um, but it doesn't, it's not something we actually want. And um, especially when we are met with our own failures and we feel like that need to prove ourselves, we don't like the idea that we're simply accepted even when we are a failure. And that really um, kind of rubs us the wrong way. And so, you know, it's something, you know, sonship, I was thinking about what are the differences um, between being a slave and versus being a, a son. And you know, some of the things that characterize like a slave relationship with a master would be, you know, the need to earn your keep. Um, there's misery. There's uh, a sense of, well, there's punishment when you make any kind of infraction. And it's characterized by merit. Um, it's also exacting, you know, and there's that desire to just do bare minimum because you're a slave. You're not doing it because you love your master. Um, and you also don't get anything from that relationship. You don't inherit anything. But as a son, um, there's freedom, you know, in that relationship because there's no pressure to earn your keep. And, you know, there's confidence and there's security in that relationship. And um, it's ca characterized by covenant and not by merit. And then, you know, you're an heir. You, you receive everything from the father. And so that sounds amazing. That sounds great. But, you know, I was thinking about in my own life, the way that I experienced this is actually it's really hard in the midst of failure. Like that the idea sounds really great, but actually trying to um, accept it when I've failed and to try to not have to earn it um, is something I, I have to really fight against. Yeah, and I think as Ellen was saying, it, what does that lead to? It leave of, uh, leads to a life of enslavement, of misery, I think. And so that's why I think in verse 12 to 20, those verses really struck me, Apostle Paul's heart for the Galatians. And 
he entreats them, he says, um, and uh, he's had to confront them about this uh, misunderstanding of the gospel and had to bring up these truths. And it's not that he doesn't love them. In fact, he does. Uh, verse 16, have I become your enemy by telling the truth? No, he he didn't want, he's telling them so that he can help correct them and help shape them and, and help them understand the gospel correctly. Um, because they were becoming to make much of themselves based on these external things like circumcision and rituals. So verse 17, you know, they're making much, uh, much out of you, but for no good purpose. And that's not what should be made much of us. It's the fact that we're sons, sons, adopted sons uh, and daughters of Christ. And that's where our value and significance comes from. And it's this system, I think, that and this this routine, this pattern in our lives that we continue again and again, even after we become saved. And I think that's what burdens Apostle Paul here and why he says, oh man, do I even need to change my tone in verse 20? And I wish I could be with you and not have to talk like this, but I'm perplexed because when you first heard the gospel, so going back to verse 12, he's saying, you know, become as I am. Remember in the beginning uh, how you received the gospel and how you were and your devotion to Christ and even to me. And he wants them to repent and go back to that beginning point. And I think in ministry, I, I've seen this um, a handful or a fair amount of times where people, they are saved by uh, conviction of the gospel. They're sinners. They need the cross. They need Jesus and saved by grace, but then turn to a system of works as a way to validate or feel important or significant and actually end up feeling more miserable I think that's why Apostle Paul also brings a comparison here between Hagar and um, and Sarah and Ishmael and Isaac. And no, you're not a slave. It's not about living according to the law or by doing these works. That's not what guarantees your salvation. It's that you're a son, regardless of what you do or what you have done, that we were saved by grace. But somehow even afterwards, we can think we can earn our salvation, earn our worth or keep by continuing to do good works. Now, certainly, um, you know, there's something to be said about how we get sanctified. And in chapter 5, he'll talk more about that. But at the basic core of the gospel, it is that we are saved by grace and we are no longer slaves, but we are sons and daughters. And I think that's the message that we need to come back to again and again. And even when we feel burdened about, like we go to do our church activities or service or volunteer, and it can quickly turn into that kind of game where I have to prove my worth or, or earn my keep or think that I have to validate myself. No, those should all be out of a, a heart of gratitude and thanksgiving. But I think in our lives, it's so easy to twist those things around uh, and how we have to really fight to come back to uh, the gospel from the very beginning again. And um, why he says, you know, in verse 31, so brothers, we're not children of the slave, but of the free woman. That really uh, Christ came to set us free from all of those burdens and needing to prove ourselves and prove our worth the gospel tells us that we're not worth anything in that way because they're sinners. Actually, we, we can't earn our keep. Our value comes simply from God's love for us. So really found that encouraging and just Apostle Paul's heart pleading for his brothers and sisters here. All right, that's it. All right. See you later. See you again tomorrow. Bye. Bye.